0: One of the most interesting topics in the field of science is the concept of general relativity. You know, this idea that strange things happen as you near the speed of light. There are strange changes to the length of things, bizarre shifting of wavelengths, and most puzzling of all, there's the concept of time dilation. How you can literally experience more or less time based on how fast you're traveling, compared to someone else. And even stranger than that, as we saw in the movie Interstellar, just spending time near a very massive object, like a black hole, can cause these same relativistic effects. Because mass and acceleration are sort of the same thing? Honestly, it's enough to give you a massive headache. But just because I find the concept baffling, I'm still going to keep chipping away, trying to understand it more and more, and help you wrap your brain around it too. Now, For my own benefit, for your benefit, but but mostly for my benefit. Now, There's a great anecdote in the history of physics. It's probably not what actually happened, but I still love it. One of the most famous astronomers of the 20th century was Sir Arthur Eddington, played here by the dashing David Tennant in the 2008 movie Einstein and Eddington, which you really should see if you haven't already. So anyway, Doctor Who, I mean Eddington had worked out how stars generate energy through fusion, and personally confirmed that Einstein's predictions of general relativity were correct, when he observed a total solar eclipse in 1919. Apparently, during a lecture by Sir Arthur Eddington, someone asked, Professor Eddington, you must be one of the three people in the world who understands general relativity. And He paused for a moment and then said, yes, but I'm trying to think of who the third person is. Now It's definitely not me, but I know someone who does have a handle on general relativity, and that's Dr. Brian Koberlein, an astrophysics professor at the Rochester Institute of Technology. He covers this topic all the time on his blog, One Universe at a Time, which you should totally visit and read at briankoberline.com. In fact, just to demonstrate how this works, Brian has conveniently pushed his RIT office to nearly light speed, and is hurtling towards us right now. Hi Brian, welcome to the Guide to Space. Hi Fraser, thanks for having me.
1: If you can hang on one second, I just have to slow down. What just happened there? Why, why were you all slowed down? It's actually an interesting effect known as time dilation. One of the things about light is that no matter what frame of reference you're in, no matter how you're moving through the universe, you'll always measure the speed of light in a vacuum to be the same, about 300,000 kilometers per second. And in order to do that, if you are moving relative to me, or if I'm moving relative to you, our references for time and space have to shift. To keep the speed of light constant, as I move faster away from you, my time, according to you, has to appear to slow down. On the same hand, uh, your time will appear to slow down relative to me. And that time dilation effect is necessary to keep the speed of light constant. So does this only happen when you're moving? Now, time dilation doesn't just occur because of relative motion, it can also occur because of gravity. Einstein's theory of relativity says that gravity is a property of the warping of space and time. So when you have a mass like Earth, it actually warps space around it and time. So if you're standing on the Earth, your time appears to move a little bit more slowly than someone up in space because of the difference in gravity. Now for Earth that doesn't really matter that much, but for something like a black hole, it could matter a great deal. As you get closer and closer to a black hole, your time will appear to slow down more and more and more. And what would this mean for space travel? A lot of times in science fiction, you'll see the idea of a rocket moving very close to the speed of light and using time dilation to travel to distant stars. But you could actually do the same thing with gravity. If you had a black hole that was going out to uh, another star or another galaxy, you could actually take your spaceship and orbit it very close to the black hole, and your time would seem to slow down. And so while you're orbiting the black hole, the black hole would take its time to go to another star or another galaxy, and for you it would seem very quick. So that's another way that you could use time dilation to travel to the stars, at least in science fiction.
0: Alright Brian, I've got one final question for you. If you get more massive as you get closer to the speed of light, could you get so much mass that you turn into a black hole? Now I'd like you to answer this question in the form of a blog post. On briancoberline.com and on the Google Plus post, we're going to link right here. Thanks, Fraser. I'll have that answer up on my website. Once again, we visited the baffling realm of time dilation and returned relatively unscathed. It doesn't mean that I understand it any better, but I hope you do anyway. Once again, a big thanks to Dr. Coberline for taking a few minutes out of his relativistic travel to answer our questions. Now make sure you visit his blog and read his answer to my question. Are there any other aspects of general relativity that you'd like us to investigate? Let me know your thoughts in the comments. In our next episode, we wonder what might happen if the Earth stopped suddenly in its orbit and fell down into the Sun. Oh, and make sure you stick around for the blooper. Once again, we did a science. But that was only possible because of the dedicated fans who help make these shows happen, our Patreon community. Thanks to the 523 patrons in our community, we're able to make videos, write stories on Universe Today, and record the podcasts you love. If you love space and astronomy and want to support what we're doing, please join our Patreon community. You'll get to see these videos ahead of time, hang out with me and the team, and see plenty of unreleased material. Oh, and we'll remove all the ads on Universe Today. And we'd like to thank Mary Bresnan Patrick Gerald and the rest of the members who support us in making great space and astronomy content. Want to get on the action? Go to patreon.com slash universe today. Let me know your comments.